it is. Show us your tips. Presented by ProGroupRacing.com.au. Here again, Adrian Frying solo with the Beaver still being a beach bum. He has at least sent through some tips this week, so I'll uh, relay them as we get through it. Um, but look here to look at Magic Moons Day, the $15 million Magic Millions race day up on the Gold Coast, uh, as well as a quick look through Sydney and uh, Flemington. Uh, but we'll get started in Magic Moons. I'm not the best at uh, making it. Small talk with myself, so we'll get straight into the tipping. Um, first of all, we'll mention progetracing.com.au, um, who do a fantastic job and obviously look after us, but check them out for uh, their tips as well. They have their four man lists up there, as well as um, plenty of news, opinions, some bookies' offers, and uh, some magazine articles. So, plenty going on progetracing.com.au. Check them out. And let's get stuck into the Magic Millions race day on the Gold Coast. Uh, rail is in the one metre mark up to the 400 and then true for the remainder. Uh, good weather, good track. Uh, played a little bit on pace last week, I thought. Um, might have just been class of horse, but um, I think a little bit hard to make ground. But uh, And envisaging similar, similar, similar setup tomorrow. Um, we did see Nashville Wheeler just on fire. Owned a couple of races uh, and got a couple of um, lesser horses into places throughout the day. Um, he obviously is at his best at the moment, and uh, I'm expecting him to be at the four again tomorrow. But um, we kick off with Australia's richest maiden over the 1,200 metres, quarter of a million dollars. Um, big field, tough race to do. I, th- I thought the Waterhouse... Yeah, I held the key though for, for Valor. Um, was a nice enough resumption, working outside lead in Sydney um, before getting sent up there. Uh, and around the $4.60 marks a reasonable bet. Uh, there will be horses set for this that may or may not have been fully committed to winning a race before now to get into this race. But uh, around 4 or 60 I thought, for Valor with Nash to kick us off for the day is a way to start. Uh, and... One at about 50s down the bottom for the same Waterhouse. All that sass, currently 34s, was $46 last night when I was doing a form. Um, ground home behind Flexible, second up, and uh, now third up into this race. Last prep did chase her, uh, go around alongside the likes of On the Lead and Virgo, then chased uh, Tiny and Cat Doro in town, who are both Sydney Metropolitan horses. Um, so at around, if you can get 40s on a day, uh, even 34, reasonable each way bet there. In a wide race, all at SAS number 12 was the other option for the uh, Waterhouse Yard in the first. So, yeah, rate numbers 8 and 12 for Adrian Bott and Gay Waterhouse in the uh, maiden race. Race 2, the quality handicap over the 1,800 metres. This was a, a much easier affair because um, the keys, the backup horses here, uh, and very nice win, Craig Williams special, but um, I think it's just a, a repeat of last week. Parody gets a seven-day backup of a soft win beating Frosty Rocks. They're both here again. Go back through a form parody as well. Uh, last prep, you know, beat home Toffee Tongue in a race, just missed behind Sovereign Award a couple of times, who was flying, and um, Defibrillate, who's obviously a talented horse down in Melbourne, but I didn't spend too long here. Parody, she's been backed as well, I can see. Um, but for me, uh, parody to beat soft, uh, Frosty Rocks again. If there's a, a fly in the ointment, it may be my old boy Badouche bringing different form lines up third up into this race. Um, in the you know twenty to one, easy to have a bet on that. Just uh, something away from the market. The Beaver has sent through some tips here, and he's with number eight. It's Lily coming up from Wyong for Andy Malian. That's his first tip of the day. Um, chiming in here with uh, it's Lily number eight. Race three 
is the 2400 metre race where we see Ballistic Boy out to the distance for the first time. On first thoughts, a bit disappointing last week. Um, and then having watched the replay, perhaps not as bad. Uh, nothing really was able to make ground throughout the day, as I mentioned earlier. So maybe a better run than it appeared was never given a chance. Ground home quite well. That said, nothing in this race. It's never started over 2,400, and not much else has had the 2,400 lead up, um, which the one that has, which I've got on top, is Parry Sound. I uh, also haven't always been that kind too, but um, has had the uh, the right lead up uh, coming through the form with, um, where are we here, the Harpo Marks Power of Attorney race, splitting them. Has had the start of a 2,400. Andrew Mallion, no issue or backing anything he's on. Um, so on top for me, uh, each way price, Parry Sound, um, Black and Gold, the main danger. Chris Waller's going to have a lot of his um, army firing tomorrow. And I think um, he's here to run, obviously here to run well again. The Beaver is with Ballistic Boy, number one on top. Um that are out, the favourite, about $3.60. So he's saying he can back up and get out to the 24, no problems. Race four over the 1,200 metres. Um, another open affair, but the, again, the quick backup horses here. Um, I've gone with Nash again with a theory. Uh, just gets a perfect setup here. Tags straight across behind the two leaders. Um, tags right onto their backs. It's just going to be pull out in the last 100, go straight past them with a PR, I think. Uh, the perfect run there. Um, very hard to beat. Um, the obvious is... Clary Connor's stolen Jade flying. You're getting an each way price still. So they're the two easy bets to have as I wait for my odds to update here. Um, two easy bets to have uh, in this race for me. Uh, where are we here? Yep, there, let's skip one here. Let's. Uh, that was race five. So I'll finish up the thoughts here and go back to race four. Uh, not confusing at all, but race five was the girls. Um, yeah, they're around a $3.50, a theory, easy bet to have from Stolen Jade, who's $6, getting an e-trade price there. Dun Prody Power has come up. His 20s is is a knockout for me there. Uh, back to the fourth, though, which um, I've got excited here in my, as I've skipped through my notes. Back to the fourth race, which is the sprint. And uh, plenty of pace here with Bella Vella, obviously leading him up with Lagerfield. Uh, Rohirin... For me, he's on top. The blue colours to the four. We're here in about eight dollars fifty. Uh, gets a wide gate here. Lots of pace. Hopefully, can chime in by now on this track. And uh, I think is going to be finishing too strongly for some of these. Exhilarates uh, was wide and, and not a really a chance last start on the Eagle, at Eagle Farm. Um, did win the two year old race here last last year and. Um, Back through a form over 1,200 metres, does have a just miss by a lip behind Loving Gabby, which obviously stacks up here. So the two blue colours, I'm expecting both at double figure odds to run well. Auxiliary also gets J-Mac, so tick, tick there. Um, King of Hastings was tremendous in Sydney last uh, last week, three wide outside lead and can probably be backed off that run. So um, all those three, hopefully around $8, 9 if not better marks, uh, easy bets to have for me, and that's the way I'll play the race. Um, the Beaver is with Jonka, the favourite, and um, that's how he's approaching it. We've spoken about the girls in race five. Race six is the two-year-old, kicks off the quaddy, the two-year-old race, and um, 
I can't believe the price they put up of She's All Class. Absolutely owned uh, She's a Witness, uh, Swift Witness, I should say, last start. Swift Witness's favourite was very good last week. Um, but She's All Class uh, covered ground, towed her, and um, you're getting $4.20 in the rematch in a race. I don't think there's much of the boys, which is a finance tycoon and four minor in slower times last week. Um, I know Waller's got an opinion of this horse, and um believe you can go here and come back to and be slipper competitive. So she's all class around four to dollars twenty is a great bet. Obviously Swift Witness if it's made the appropriate improvement. Um I don't know if she can turn the table but will run well. And they're the two for me in the two year race. So that was one of the easier races of day to to worry about. Let's get to the seventh, which is the two million dollar three year olds. Uh the big field here and I'm tipping away game to um turn the tables on uh, Isotope here. You're getting... Uh, they met when away game was first up last time. Away game's now uh, third up, had a trial. No, second up, sorry. Had the trial. So they had to run the trial and you're getting $2 million Glen Boss, which uh, is arguably the, the best rider in Australia. And I think can turn the tables. Will be in front of Isotope in a run and be very hard to beat uh, around the $4 mark. A good bet. Obvious danger. Isotope who beat it last time and one that I'll throw into my early quarter if it gets a run will be booming over just because um, I think we don't quite know the top of her but um, almost a two horse race there for me and I'm pretty keen that Kieran Ma Philly can do the job race 8 is the uh, million dollar 1400 meter race um, where I am again finding my man Nash um, with 11-11 who's flying this prep very good win at Wyong where Donkey linked them, went to Canterbury, didn't have a great deal of luck, overcame what could be a bias and won quite well. Uh, and at Wyong did beat Yardash, who did fly last week and is the obvious danger. Um, but uh, I think they're the two, Yardash and 11-11 on the quick backup. I will have something small and outrageous at around the $17 there, just... Um, because it's, he's been quite good to me over spring. Uh, the Beaver is tipping number 12, Yardash, on the quick backup uh, with Brent Navdalart to repeat the dose from last weekend. And to wrap up the day on the Gold Coast, 1,300-metre million-dollar race, and um, somewhat begrudgingly, because um, I'm not sure where this horse is at, but uh, Bossy in the last... We'll be doing his uh, salute as he goes past the post first on Yamazaki, the same way he did last weekend to finish off the day and um, knock me out of whatever I'd go in that race. Uh, gate onesies are concerned, so we'll need him to be at, at his absolute best, um, but I think has to go on top. The two outside of that will be Boom Nova, who I mentioned if it does get a run in the other race. Um, quick backup of a nice win last week and uh, is flying. And Boom lasts around a $9 mark is a, a nice each-way option there as well. That's my thoughts on the uh, $15 million Magic Millions Day up at the Gold Coast. My best of the day is She's All Class for the two-year-olds. Uh, if she's come back as well as she went out, I think she'll win that. My value is Rohirin in the uh, in race four. The Quaddy on the Gold Coast. 1-11-12 into 3-13 three, three and 13 and throwing the 19 in him if it's there in that race. 1-3-4-7-11-12. Home with 2-6. 10, 16, and 18. Obviously, one of their, they're both emergencies, so we'd need to get a run. Um, 50 bucks gets you just under 24% for that. Hopefully, a winning way to spend Magic Moons Day.
And now for progroupracing.com.au, we'll look through the rest of the eastern states. Um, I'll run through in best bets order. So we'll kick off down in Flemington where the rail is at a nine-metre mark. Some showers around today, um, perhaps some tomorrow, so we'll monitor that. But at the moment, anticipating a, a decent good fall. Flemington's played fantastic all summer. I am going to quickly run through and give some thoughts here. Um Race one, the 1,100 metres up the straight for the benchmark 78 girls. At first thought, I thought um, Parlophone in 78 grade was immoral. And I might could still be thinking that, but the deeper you dive in here, um, there is some form tied together. There is Tiny down from Sydney, perhaps a fly in the ointment as well. But um, if she repeats her, her massive win at Morpherville, we'll win this. Uh, went out just three lengths off September Run, who is in the conversation for best straight mare in Australia. So uh, if that all adds up in the way it should, I think Parlophone's a good way to start the day. Beaver agrees, has her on top uh, in the best of the day at Flemington. Um but I'm a little less confident than I was when I first started there. Um, the 600 metre race, benchmark 70. Question mark here with um, Great House, lightly raced Waller import in the race. Not quite sure. Two start horse that's come over and uh, kicking off here. Any market support, Great House, uh, I'm guessing, is here to run very well. Um, just taking the Sicario form from last week, it was good. The race wasn't. Um, so if Hasseltoff repeats a dose it did on New Year's Day, it'll just win this. Uh, around a $3 mark it was last night, a couple of scratchings now, slightly shorter. Uh, Jamie Carr goes on, no problems there. Hasseltoff again will run well um, in this grade. Another 78 for the girls um, up the straight here. Market's right. I'm not overly keen in race three, but I'm um, absolute for uh, going back through a form as a second, a yes, 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 uh, on her resume. And then first up, last prep, beat home, dirty work, and Ghana, which is group form. And uh, we'll, should run well here. Um, I know it's only two starts from a th- two wins from, what is it, 30, nearly 30 starts. Where is she? 14 starts, two wins from 14 starts. I'm thinking another horse there. Um, but is the form stacks up better than a lot of these who are coming through? Um, I guess lesser races, so if she's at her best here, Damien Oliver, obviously no problem, and uh, will run well here. Race four, 2,000 metres, benchmark 73-year-olds. I found this race nearly impossible. Um, interesting talking points for me was if Checkerboard and uh, Narvez don't go crazy, they can control this race and be very hard to beat. Um they have full say on probably the outcome of this race. The rest are lightly, lightly raced three-year-olds out to the trip for the first time. Um, hard for me to stamp any of them. They all look like, well, the top six in the market all look like they're on the improve. Uh, Lequiro, interesting. Missed the start on debut. Um, went well, 1,500, out to 2,000 for Cindy Alderson, and that's um, the booking of Jamie Carr. So interesting horse i don't know as i said how much i want to get involved with this race uh, i'll probably have a sanity bet on checkerboard at double figures just because uh i have all through this prep and uh does get an element of control here with nevaez uh beaver is with number one which is nevaez to win this race um but i found it a bit of a tricky affair race five a 600 meter handicap um 
one of the better bets of the day here for me is overexposure. Last start, um, chased home Vasilator, who came out and just missed in the Chester Manifold last week. Uh, and arguably should have fought out the finish, just had a horse come back at its face around the 300. Had to come over heels, get going again, back up along the rail, hard to do. And I think... Um, this is a weaker affair and can run well. Damien Lane flying, so overexposure. One of my better bets of the day. And the Beaver agrees, has it on top as well. Race 6, 1,400-metre benchmark, 84. I found it hard to really stamp either lead up here. Um, Beaver did. He went with number 5, Rule the World, um, after it missed the start last week and they might have found a, a better way to ride it. Um coming on, running on instead of trying to lead. It was quite impressive. Um, the other lead-up was Viral, who just missed behind Never Again, who did win the Chester Manifold, so we'll have an idea of that form line going in here by this time of the day. I couldn't really split either way. If I was going to go away from them, uh, maybe Holbein, the top weight, who chased home to find dance and riding the wave last start and is um, nearly 20 to 1. Maybe that's a small small play you could have if you don't want to play within the market. Um, if I had a gun to my head, I'd probably have six from five, but they're the main two chances. The listed Kensington Stakes, I don't know if this is any easier for the 1,000 metres. We see um, the converging of four lines with Fabergino and Prezzato. Uh Obviously, Fabergino had Prezzato covered there, so it was my starting point. Pandemic um, did win quite well last two weeks back, but that was against William Thomas and Brave Song, who I'm not convinced are really with us, so I don't know what to I'm probably saying it's a weaker one, not sure, but maybe can take the winner out of that race, no problems. And Sword of Mercy is flying. The times are good. Um, they're the obvious chances. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm going to have Fabergino on top. Uh, owned Prezado last week. Was quite soft through the line. I think gets similar setup, same control from Sword of Mercy. So I'm actually splitting away from that form line. Um, I think those two will fight out the finish. The Beaver is with number eight who is um, Sword of Mercy as well. So he has sort of, uh, sort of Mercy, one of his on top there. Benchmark 78 for the t- over the 2,000 metres. Uh, good little race here where I, I'm going to stump up again for... Well, first of all, we have Long Army won quite nicely on Australian debut. Um, obviously, if it progresses, it takes a natural step from there. It's, it's the starting point for the whole market and one to beat. Um, influential Girls on the quick backup, though, which uh, you're getting $10 again. was good again at Corfu last week, chased home, defibrillate, um, which I'm now saying is decent form. Uh, before that beat Night Witchers and was quite good at Caulfield. Um, the horse that beat it, though, is here, Takumi. Um, but just saying, quick backup, hopefully can turn the tide. Um, Flemington should suit. Uh, and around $9 to find out. Uh, yeah, the other two I've mentioned there, Takumi and Long Arm going to the Quaddy. And we'll finish the day with my best of the day mystery shot, unbeaten. Uh, all the form through the first prep has stood up through it since. Uh, Wicklow Town, Splendor Grass, those sort of horses. Uh, taking a claim here to get in, I think this isn't the strongest race to have been disappointing last start and hopefully kicks off here and I'm guessing is heading towards some good stuff in spring, maybe a Rupert Clark, uh, not spring, autumn. Perhaps the uh, early 400 metre Caulfield stuff at um, in early autumn suit that and if it's going to win them it would want to be winning this so my best day mystery shot to finish off i'll make my value influential girl um i've got a celebrity quality here producer mariah has supplied hers um 
So four, five, six, and eight into one, two, four, six, eight, and five, two, five, ten, and twelve, three, four, ten, eleven, thirteen from her. She's that's the way she's playing the queen tomorrow. Fifty bucks gets you ten percent. Um, I've gone a bit skinnier. One, three, five, and six into one, two, four, six, and eight, two, four, five, ten, and fourteen. Home with just three, and if Pert Turbin does a bounce back, uh, goes in as well. Twenty percent for the fifty bucks there at Flemington. We head back to Rose Hill, first time this year. We've we've been at Rose Hill uh, with the rail in the true. Good track, standard Rose Hill stuff, and uh, hopefully we're kicking off with a winner and with the debut of a nice horse for the Hawks Yard. Remarks being super in, in two trials. Um, beat Ranch Hand, who come out and won since, and we'll be running in a Magic Means race tomorrow. Um and then sat off in one trial and set off the pace and looked even more impressive second time. Uh, I think it starts a day for in Sydney with a win, and I uh, am with that quite strongly. Will in fact be my best of the day in uh, at Rose Hill. It's in quite uh, short at the moment, so we'll see. Just keep an eye on that. I might throw out another best for the sake of it, or we'll see if we can add that into a little all up. Um, and Beaver's got it on top as well. Where are we here? Race two, benchmark eighty-eight. Um, we see the return of the bopper who went out with the impressive win and uh, taking on Talia. I don't know if I could take evens about the bopper. Um, trial was, was fine. Um, and Talia may be disappointing last start, but um, they both come here. I think they're the way the two that go in the early quarter. I probably won't be betting in the race. Um, neither would surprise me, really. Um Nothing outside of them. I had three looks at Academy. Maybe needs a run here and maybe looking for further. Um, race three, the uh, the highway, nothing much from me. But um, Beaver is keen on number seven, which is uh, Mother's Mercy from his favourite Paul Masari yard uh, coming off Kenzo. Um, the Kenzo failure, but he's saying can bounce back. So I respect that tip. Uh, the staying race is race number... Race number four over the 2,000 metres. Um, I've got Harpo Marks on top. I think it's the one to beat. Uh, gate two hopefully can settle a little bit closer than it has been its last couple of starts. Uh, and I think should win this race. The uh, the question mark is Zakaz coming off the failure in Melbourne where they blame the firm tracks. Uh, she he didn't look that great. Gate one, though, and that Melbourne form tends to stack up in these staying races. We've seen it through um, the horse that beat Parry Sound. Uh, apparently discreet, one of the discreet horses, and the, uh, another one since where it's st- stacked up okay in this grade. Um, so the main danger. So five from number three, race number four. Race five for the boys of the 78, benchmark 78 over the 1,200 metres. Um, half the field all started long behind all-time legend last start. Um, Charitary was the shortest in that one. That is a win over Liberty's son. Um, so I didn't really know where to split that lot, so I decided to not. And I went looking for different form, where I've, and I found the top two in the market. Uh, Friedman, Stable Flying, Cognac, Cognac, I should say, is a coming, lightly raced horse coming off overseas, longer overseas form, but uh, second trial was nice enough to fit into a race like this. Um, I'm getting, John Van rides a lot for him, so no real trouble there, So, but no senior jockey books. I think it's more of a weight thing than a run-around warm-up sort of thing, so that and the Star Spangled Rodeo are the two I'll be backing in the race. Star Spangled Rodeo 
trialled quite nicely then, had four weeks off, eight weeks off, sorry, where um, I'm guessing there must have been an issue in between. Second trial was okay as well. Um, and you're getting 15 bucks here. So they're the two I'll be looking to play. I'm just sort of, I couldn't un- untangle the rest of the form. So I uh, didn't, essentially, when looking away from them. Um, it looks like both have been backed, in fact. So a few people are, are with me. Um, both get, uh, and uh, Stars being Ray probably just sits right on Liberty Sun's back and gets first crack. Cognac, uh, Cognac probably gets last crack. Um Away from there, I, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of the rest of that form. Obviously, all-time legend is going well enough. Um, Lancaster Bomber was the uh, second horse home then, but started 20s. It's all a bit of a mess after that, so just going with the, the different form there. Race number seven, benchmark 78 as well. I'll just make sure I'm still recording. Yep. Uh, I could have something on here. Oscar Zuli's come out, uh, which leaves probably the obvious as Monegal. But I could have something here on um, race number six. Sorry, I'm getting excited again. Um, Monegal, yeah, then starts your market off, I think. Uh, I could have something on Canasta here. I thought it trailed pretty well uh, alongside um, Star Spangled Banner. Which, yeah, Star Spangled Radio. So they're through the same trial. Both uh, led lead up and probably leads here um, with Ellsberg coming out. And could give them something to chase. Uh, it's win here, last time here. Um, has a win over course and distance. Oscar Zulu. I'm uh, sorry, just over distance, not the track, but um, last time 15.50 when at Kenzo beat Agassi, who's since gone to Queensland and might not be a horse. But just a speck away from the obvious form. Um, if not, yeah, Monegal gets in quite well here. Uh, interesting to see that uh, Archie Alexander didn't mess around getting rid of Lamu, um, sending up there to Gabby em- El- Engelbrecht. Um, yeah, but it doesn't interest me right here. Race 7. I've got the progressive over 1,300 metres. Progressive horse again, who's come back quite well for the Hawks team, is Shake. Uh, around a $4 mark. A very nice resumption. Just chimed in um, and won softly at Warwick Farm. Similar grade here. And uh, a couple of scratchings has left it with um, what's well, only other rival, really, was Smart Image, and that's uh, Elsewhere. Um, there's not a lot of chases. Uh, Buff and Buster did knock us out two weeks back. Uh, probably runs well again with Jason Coyle go up. Uh, Jason Collect going on for Jason Coyle um, would be the the main danger in my mind. Um, but yeah, shake one of the better bets today. Now I think race eight we see um, well done. Prairie Powers come up to go up to the Gold Coast, um, which leaves me with uh, never talk clearly on top now. Um, Big win last start. Did have the bias in its favour, and um, but round them up convincingly at Kensington. I'm not sure this is a stronger race. In fact, it probably isn't, um, and I'm not sure. I do, you can't touch. I just can't be involved with Sally's Day. It's, I guess not sure if it's honest enough, but uh, not one I'm going to back. So I think Chris Lee's uh, never talk, and it's going to give him a start. Maybe from the gate four, it's a bit closer than the official maps have it. But um, if it repeats last. Uh, last start, it wins this race, and you're getting $5.50. Race nine, to wrap up the days where we do see Smart Image, um, take on Private Eye. Probably forgive its last run, it just uh, was never a chance at Kensington. Uh, blinkers go on. The racing New South Wales maps have it actually sitting uh, pretty much outside, uh, 
1-1, which uh, puts it right in this race. If it's there, it's very hard to beat. Private Eye, obvious danger there. He's flying this prep. Um, very nice. Just a couple of very tough wins. Um, I like how it finds something when it needs to and is a clear market. I'm sure it's going to have a lot of hopes there. Riding on it by the end of the day. I will have something small around the 20s and our back diva as well to um, to bounce back on top of the dry. Uh, the beaver is with number eight private eye in this race um, to wrap up his thoughts on the day. But um, quickly then, I will make my best as I wrap up mine for progroupracing.com.au, wrap up my thoughts for Sydney uh, where I've got the Hawks trained remark on top um, to kick us off with a win in the first, and I will have uh, something on both the uh, Bjorn horses, maybe a run early, but Star Spangled Radio and Canasta is my value. Quaddy and Sydney, 1, 3, 7, and 10, into 3, 5, 6, 7, and 8, 3, 6, 8, and 9, home with 3, 5, and 8. Um, there may be some scratchings there. I didn't double-check that one. Just under 21% for your 50 bucks. And uh, hopefully a, a good day in a warm Western Sydney. Uh, good luck this weekend, punters. Enjoy Magic Moons Day. And we'll see everyone for the midweek preview Tuesday night. Catch you then.